Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Wednesday. It is uh, March 30th. Hard to believe. Yesterday, not a bad day on Wall Street. Give you a, a peek a little here before uh, Dave joins us here in just a few moments. But, uh, you know, we've seen some ups. We've seen some downs, a couple up days back to back, which is always nice. Uh, the question is, can we follow through? How much can we end up? Where will the quarter end up? Um, and so it's been a pretty volatile quarter, uh, this uh, start of 2022. So that all drives me to this question. Do you know how much risk you have in your current portfolio? Because that is very important. The closer we get to retirement, the more vitally important that becomes. And if you don't know how much risk you have in your portfolio, the one thing that you can't control, then that can be a problem. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to walk through our core retirement design where we can help you design the retirement you always dreamed of, the trips, time with grandkids, all those things that you want to accomplish uh, in retirement. We can help you plan for those. Again, give us a call at 863-382-0037. And with that, we've got Dave coming up next. FM, the Prince is there. I'm Morning Dave. It's 8.40 now. Time to check in on your money and see what's happening on Wall Street this morning. We try to give you a first look every morning with the help of Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services, who is on the phone this morning with us. Philip, good morning. How are you doing today? Good morning, Dave. I'm doing well today, halfway through the week, and it's hard to believe today and tomorrow and first quarter's over. And it's April Fool's Day on Friday. I'm, I'm so glad they didn't schedule a triple witching hour on April Fool's Day. That would be just too poetic, wouldn't it? Yeah, that, that would not have been good. Yeah, that would not have been fun. We have, we have too many other things going on to mess with our brains rather than having a triple witching hour on April Fool's Day. Yesterday was not a bad day. We actually went up pretty doggone good, as a matter of fact. Dow was up 338 points. NASDAQ was up by 56, and the, and oh, I'm sorry, the S&P was up by 56, and NASDAQ was up by 1.84%, up $265. All of that mostly, I think, off of the rumors that the peace talks between Ukraine and Russia were going all right. Now, this morning, the Russians are saying, hey, we ain't getting anywhere. Just, we're, just gonna, we're bored bombing Kiev, so we're going to stop for a little while, but... Uh, nothing's happened there yet either. They're still bombing the snot out of Kiev, so nothing's going on, and uh, the only movement we've got isn't a happy one, and that's not boding well for our futures this morning, right? No, it's not. We are seeing uh, futures heading a little bit to the red, not not drastically, uh, but uh, <clears throat> but definitely heading the wrong direction. Yeah, uh, you add on the macro reports to start the morning out, and, well, it's not going to start out on our optimal day today. The GDP was released. This is the, uh, the final look at the fourth quarter gross domestic product. It was at 7.1% on the last estimate. Economists expected them to continue it at 7.1%. Now, in normal times, the 6.9% gross domestic product increase is a good thing, but when we're expecting better, that's a bit of a disappointment. They revised it downward. They did. They did. They revised it down to 6.9%, um, which doesn't sound like that big of a deal. But, uh, hey, it, uh, it went the wrong direction for what people wanted it to happen. And so, uh, again, that, that could be giving a little pressure to the indexes this morning 
as I mean, that's not a huge deal, but still it's uh, it, it is going the wrong direction. And that is the final reading, right, for the quarter. So uh, we'll have to get, uh, or I guess probably for the fourth quarter last year. So we'll have to see what happens the first quarter of 2022. Yeah, it'll be interesting. That's kind of why I preambled it by saying in a vacuum, 6.9% isn't bad. But when we're disappointed, we're disappointed. And it shows the other number that comes out with Wednesday morning ADP reading from the big payroll service on private sector jobs pretty much on target over the estimate by about 5,455,000 5, jobs uh, in the private sector created last month. If we can carry that over into the uh, big number that we get on the 1st of April, we won't need to say April Fools, will we? No, we won't because we got, uh, again, uh, Friday will be non-farm payrolls. But, you know, ADP, sometimes it's uh, it's in, in the ballpark and sometimes it's out in left field. So we'll have to see which way that is today. And just a note, Dave, you know, you and I were talking about a couple of other macros that we expected, and uh, we must have been looking on the wrong day because those come out tomorrow. Oh, okay. Evidently, our tip sheets were scheduling them on the wrong day for us. We had an inflation number, and we'll get that tomorrow in the process. Other things that we got out this morning, tidbits that could guide us. Uh, one thing that happened yesterday, you and I both took note of it, that rate inversion where the short-term notes are trading for a higher percentage rate than the long-term ones. For a short while yesterday during the trading day, the two-year federal notes we're trading for a higher interest rate than the 10-year notes, and that was enough to finally get Wall Street's attention. We dove about 200 points on the Dow until everybody got a little sense of perspective and said, ah, it's temporal, we're going to get over it. So there is a trigger point somewhere in there where it's going to concern the equity investors eventually, isn't it? Yeah, there is, absolutely. And right now we've got the, uh, the 5 and the 10-year inverted. Uh, by a little bit. So we continue to uh, to fight that inversion. Uh, and like I said, it's not widespread yet, but every time it pops up, it is a, a little cause of concern. And for everybody's benefit, the reason that that's something of concern is it tends toward being one of the most reliable harbingers of an oncoming recession. So you really don't want this stuff to happen over a long term. And that inversion between the fives and the tens We've been noticing now for three or four days in a row in the morning when we take our readings in the morning. Yeah, it is. It's one of those things that has been popping up on our radar screen. And so we continue to watch it. And you're right, because that is um, a recessionary kind of a trigger point there. And so we just watch it and see. There's not enough of them that are lining up that way to really, uh, you know, make a, a big difference right now. But when you start getting the 10, the, the two and the 10 or the five and the 30, you know, those things start to really uh, to you want to pay attention to. That's when it makes the big money guys sit up and take notice like the two and the 10 getting inverted yesterday for a little while. It didn't last long. But when it was when it happened, all of a sudden the Dow dropped by 200 points, like I said, inside of just a few minutes. So, yeah, they are watching it. Just the five and the 10. We're looking at it as an early indication. The investors are looking at it as being a different set of bonds they're watching, but still, it's an indication to look out for. Another macro number I came up with this morning that kind of I found encouraging. Uh, they did a run-through on the fourth quarter uh, uh, quarterly reports from the publicly traded companies, and over the S&P 500, corporate profits in the uh, fourth quarter rose but uh, the politicians that are talking about robber baron companies might be disappointed because they rose only eight-tenths of a percent. So I, you and I were talking before we went on the phone. For a political purpose, 
Uh, it was a modest growth rate, but it wasn't robber barons stealing our money out of inflation. It was just a nice, healthy, modest growth rate during the quarter. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's not a big increase. It's not a small increase, but it, it is something that's, that should be uh, livable, right? Because it continues to go up a little bit. We don't want profits to be dropping. Um, and then you got companies going out of business. So, um, so I think that was a good sign. I think that it was, a, like you said, a modest improvement. Nothing really that the politicians can take aim at. Well, yeah, there is a legitimate, uh, I don't necessarily agree with it, but there's a legitimate concern that's out there that's expressed a lot on social media and uh, probably expressed a whole heck of a lot more as we get into political season later on this year, that inflation is simply inflating the pocketbooks of the greedy corporate you know, treasurers and uh, heavy-duty stockholders and whatnot. No, I mean, at least the, during the fourth quarter of last year, and inflation was going pretty strong last year, all that happened was the average publicly traded company was up by eight-tenths of a percent, which is kind of the minimal accepted as much as anything. Yeah, it is. Yeah, nothing nothing really there earth-shattering. No, we're not, we're not getting robbed blind, people. That's a simple long and short of the thing. Earnings season is pretty well over, but we got a bunch of latecomers that came in this morning, and one of the ones you had that uh, attracted my attention because I use them a lot is Chewy.com, the mail-order pet food service. Yeah, I got to tell you, Dave, not uh, not such a good quarter for Chewy. Uh, they uh, they missed on top and bottom line for the quarter. Uh, they uh, they actually lost fifteen cents a share. That was way more than the eight cents that was expected. Um, they, they're blaming on labor costs rose, therefore profit margins shrunk, and so Chewy uh, really getting beat up. They're probably one of my biggest losers today. Uh, down 14.1%. Well, poop. They didn't say anything about supply chain because they stiffed me on one of my cat's cat food brands this last shipment. No, they did not mention. You're right. They, they're one of the few people that did not mention supply chain. But I got to think that supply chain still got to be an issue for them. Uh, evidently, like I said, personal experience at the very least, they didn't have one of my cat's favorite brands. So I was expecting you to tell me it was supply chain more than anything else. <laughs> Other reports you got. So we had BioNTech, uh, you know, they're the ones that uh, that teamed up with, uh, I think, Pfizer and uh, for the vaccine. And so they uh, they had a good quarter reported significantly better than expected revenue and profits uh, for the for the quarter. Again, they reiterated its uh, vaccine revenue guidance for 2022. And so uh, they're getting a nice little bump this morning, up six point one percent. Let's face it. Out of the last fifty-two weeks, fifty-two week uh, earnings and stuff, they're they're still down um, off of their ultimate highs of like four hundred sixty-four dollars a share. Right now, they're at like one hundred eighty-three dollars a share. So, um, yeah. still got some ways to get back up there. I'd say. Uh, the uh, and then we got a couple household names. Uh, five below reported. Uh, we've got one of those here now in, in our local mm-hmm. community. They. Uh, yeah, they had a mixed quarter. They they beat estimates by a penny on their earnings, but they uh, but they missed on their revenue and their same store sales came in below forecast. So you know that's not a good combination, Dave. Um, trading down today four point three percent. I wonder if that's an indication of something that you and I have noticed about a lot of the off price stores. If you're buying surplus product from companies that can't develop a surplus, you have trouble getting stock in at places like that. 
Well, that, that's true. It's, it's hard to get. Uh, yeah, everybody needs what they got. They're not selling at a surplus right now. So um, that, that could be very well true. And we got a high end retailer, restoration, well, it's called RH, but restoration hardware uh, uh, holding company reported today. And they, uh, they reported lower than expected revenue uh, for his last quarter, though profits came in slightly above expectations. And then they made an announcement that they're going to do a three for one stock split. So uh, another company looking at stock splits because their price had gotten up to well, it closed yesterday at $385 a share. Um, yeah, right now it's down 6.9% to about 360 a share. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. Another construction-sensitive stock that's suffering in the process. None of that sector is doing particularly well right now, are they? No, they're really not. They're, they're not. They're, you know, the, home, the whole home construction industry is getting hit a little bit right now. And then, uh, like then we have uh, Lulu Lamont. They uh, they came out. Uh, they're actually doing well this morning. They missed on revenue for the quarter, but they were they beat on earnings by about nine cents a share. Made three dollars and thirty seven cents. Um, they did issue some upbeat guidance for twenty twenty two, and then I think probably one of the big things they they announced a, a one billion with a B billion dollar share buyback program. So that's got uh, got them moving up 6.2% this morning. Again, not a cheap stock at $365 a share. And the last one I have for you, we talk a lot about chips, uh, mm -hmm. not the kind you eat, but the kind you need for your computer and your car. Uh, Micron Technology reported, and they, uh, they had a good quarter beat by 17 cents a share. Their revenue was better than expected. Uh, their their revenue um, for smartphone chips and that kind of stuff slowed their growth a little bit. Um, but other than that, they gave an upbeat forecast uh, for revenue this next this current quarter. And so they're trading up 2.1% this morning. Cool. We'll take it happy. Any good news that happens, we'll take. Update yesterday on Wall Street, a few kind of kissing your sister reports out as far as the macro side, and it sounds like a mixed bag on what earnings are left, too. We've got two days left to be able to turn March into a good month. Philip, how are we doing 45 minutes before we open today? So right now, we are heading south on the, uh, on the indexes. We've got the Dow 30. Uh, down a little over a third of a percent. It's $126. The S&P 500 is down a little over four-tenths of a percent. That's almost $20. The NASDAQ 100 down $100 or a little over six-tenths of a percent. So everything is heading south right now, except for uh, the commodities side of the fence. Uh, let me see. Oh, I didn't hit the right button here. The commodities front, all green, Dave. Silver's up 1.3%, back over $25, barely though, $25.06 an ounce. We've got uh, gold up almost seven tenths of a percent, and then crude oil up 2.8% this morning, right now at $107 a barrel. So at very least, it's below 110. I'll take small favors when I can get them. Overseas markets, Asia kind of reacted to us for the most part. They were up at the close early this morning. Europe, the closer you are to Ukraine, the worse it looks this morning. Germany is off by a percent and a half. France is up, and Great Britain is pretty close to the zero mark halfway through their day. So I got no trend whatsoever over in Europe at the moment. 
somebody need help in terms of stabilizing their retirement fund and getting an idea of what they're going to have available to live on, Philip, that takes advice. How do I find you to get that advice? You know, Dave, that's why we developed our core retirement design to help folks to really and truly work on designing the retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back here again tomorrow morning, same time on light. Philip, thank you so much. We'll see you then, all right? All right, man. You have a great day. You too. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hey, if you like what we're doing here, please like and share our page on Facebook with your friends and family. And uh, and I hope that uh, you have a great day and you'll join us again tomorrow. Until then, take care. Bye now.